High school football season in the Mountain State is back. Join us on Thursday, August 26th for the EPAC season opener as the Hedgesville Eagles battle the Washington Patriots. Power formation here for Washington. It is Wogan behind center. He will take the snap, go off right guard into the end zone. It's a Washington Patriot touchdown. And no doubt about that one, as you said. Coverage begins with the sports mix at 5 p.m., followed by the pregame show at 6 and kickoff at 7, right here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. And so you always get all the answers. It's time for the sports mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis and Nick Verzellini. Welcome in to the Wednesday or Tuesday. I'm a little I'm a day ahead of myself here, Nick. Tuesday, August. It's been going on all day for everybody around the station. Tuesday, August 17th edition of the Sports Mix right here on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740 and TV 10. Start out here with some Washington football team news. The team released Cornerback Greg Stroman, who was who has been with the team for a few seasons, that to get to 85 players ahead of the 4 p.m. deadline in a in a couple hours here. Um, another thing that came out yesterday, well, actually, I wouldn't really. It, it kind of came out before things came out, but they've narrowed their nicknames down to three. And how we found that out is because they they have this series going on in their YouTube channel and their social media uh, channels called making the brand trying to kind of show people behind the scenes of what it is. I don't know if that's more of just a marketing thing or, or exactly, but they uh, put an episode together yesterday or dropped an episode yesterday afternoon. And it was an exclusive behind the scenes. Look at a meeting between head coach, Ron Rivera, general manager, Martin Mayhew and president Jason Wright, as they discuss new team, name and logos also during the the uh meeting they uh had select fans provide their reactions to those options being displayed in the video board at fedex field i don't know if they invited them maybe they potentially invited them prior to that friday night thing that they did they did the friday, friday night practice a few weeks ago but at the very end it's at the very end uh is this little snippet and it's it's just redacted information saying, as Jason Wright says, the team names. So the the three that will go through are, and I like, I really like. That's really good. And then it says to be continued, and I just I don't know I don't know if they're trying to just over dramatize what it is. But uh, that news was confirmed to NBC Sports Washington's Pete Haley. Um, there's no real news here, but it's news. Right. I mean, so, we don't know what any of those options were. It just sounds like they're saying cuss words, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what it looks like. <laughs> but in the beginning of the video, um, they basically are – they start out the video in the uh, meeting in the office of Jason Wright. I'm assuming they're in the office of Jason Wright. And they're just talking, and they're getting paperwork done together, and then they're in a meeting. And then they have fans at FedEx Field. I'm guessing they're part of the team, or the the they had a fan thing where you could be a part of the rebrand. I'm guessing that's what it is. So basically, they're just talking about how long they've been fans. 
and then they show the old days all the way up to the new times. And then on the video board, they flash team names such as the presidents. The let me see. I'm watching this. The presidents. Um, so if you the work brigade, hard, you can figure it out. Brigade Red Hogs. Washington football team. Defenders. Commanders. Red Wolves. Um, and then a bunch of logos. I'm guessing one specifically is Red Wolves because it kind of looks like and there might be multiple Red Wolves logos because to me those all look like wolves. And then there's like an eagle looking thing, which kind of reminds me of the Eagles. And then there's like a shield with the Washington Monument in it is the very last one that they show. And then they go to their mantras of resilience, grit, tradition. Nobility, history, pride. And then they just have the fans cheering and then they go into what we just played. But I, I don't know. I, I don't exactly know what they're doing here, but they're trying to drum up something. Do any of those names stand out to you? I mean, the one that I've he- heard so much is Red Wolves. The only reason I think it really stands out is because when you look at the logos they presented to the fans, which they showed on the video, to me, a lot of them look... At least, let me go back into the video here. There's one that just looks like a V with white lines through it, which I don't really get that. Then there's one that, to me, kind of looks like a wolf. Then an eagle. And then, like, wolf claws. Well, they can't go with the eagle logo. With a W. I know, but it's, I don't <laughs> right? know. It looks I mean... too similar to something. I don't. I don't know exactly what it looks like, but to me, I don't know. I don't understand what they're doing here. I get that they're trying to drum up, you know, people thinking, oh, well, they're going to change the name, but they haven't made it announced yet. I just, I don't know what they're doing here. I think they should, like, have it be a fan vote or something. I think that'd be cool. That's what the Ravens did when they moved to Baltimore. Oh, I, I didn't know that. I was too yeah. young to, to Well, so was I, but. I mean, you're the ra- you're the resident Ravens fan. Right, the, so the they had a vote in the Baltimore Sun. Okay, very interesting. Uh, So now we'll move on to some other NFL news. Uh, Dallas Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy feels, quote, no urgency to play Dak Prescott in the preseason, who underwent MRIs at least one after didn't play in the the second preseason game and and underwent MRIs. Apparently, he's back at practice. So I don't know what that was all about, but it's very interesting to see he's on track to play week one against the Bucs. So... Without any preseason work. But that seems to be a thing lately. Coaches are not putting their players out in the preseason, especially their quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, you want to avoid those injuries, and obviously Dak coming off of a pretty significant one. So I think that's good news that he you know, appears that, that he'll be ready for the season opener. The only question I think would be, okay, well, you haven't played in almost a year. You know, How do you come back without – playing at all in a preseason but obviously you don't want to take that risk so it is kind of weird that they had the MRI but uh, maybe that was just a precautionary thing before he got back to practice or something or maybe he felt some pain or whatever was the case either way if he's going to be ready for the start of the season that's what matters the most if you're a Cowboys fan or if you're the Dallas Cowboys and you know we'll see how it works out this year for the Cowboys right I mean there's got to be some drama with them and um, they certainly have some talent on offense. I 
still don't think they have a very good defense, so we'll see if they're in a lot of shootouts again like they were last year and still not winning or what the case will be. But um, obviously you need Dak Prescott if the Cowboys are going to be any good this year. You do need Dak Prescott, and apparently he's fine. So we'll see what happens coming down the line here. But something I wanted to touch on, which I'm not at all shocked that this happened. I saw it while I was here doing the morning news. Tim Tebow has been released by the Jaguars, ending the former quarterback's NFL comeback attempt as a tight end. He tweeted this morning, quote, thankful for the highs and even the lows, the opportunities and the setbacks. I've never wanted to make decisions out of fear of failure, and I'm grateful for the chance to have pursued a dream. Thank you to the at Jaguars organization and everyone who has supported me on this journey. I don't think it's a shock, honestly especially seeing the video that came out of him during during practice over and in minicamp and then the video of him not being able to block the other day. Yeah, I mean, I've always liked Tim Tebow, so I would have liked to seen him maybe make it in the NFL again. But I always felt like, too, that you know he did lead a team to the playoffs and won a playoff game and then never really got a shot again. Like the Jets, didn't, I don't think, really gave him a fair chance. They kind of were just like, okay, Sanchez is my guy. And then... He moved on to the Eagles where he played pretty well in the preseason at quarterback and never really got a shot there, didn't even make the team. And then he tried to make the Patriots team, and obviously he wasn't going to start over Brady, so didn't make that team either. But I don't know. I just feel like he kind of didn't get a shot after Denver, and I would have liked to maybe seen him get another opportunity. I never thought he was a good passer by any stance, but he found a way to win games somehow. Yeah, he did. So he was always entertaining. And honestly, you got to respect the guy for – all he's done as an athlete just in general because to come back and play baseball after not playing since high school and still hit 200 at double A is impressive, I think. Yeah. And then to try to make another run at the NFL after playing baseball is, you know, a great effort, even though it obviously wasn't really a positional fit. Well, we're up on a break, and this past segment was sponsored by Rockwool. They are now hiring for their new facility in Ranton. All employees receive competitive wages and great benefits plans, training programs that support their career growth. Go to rockwelljobs.com slash radio. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Talk some more NBA news. It seems like a lot of stuff coming down the NBA pipeline as the season approaches. Insulation products and is seeking motivated individuals like you to join their team right here in Ranson, West Virginia. Right now, open roles include general operator, warehouse person, machine technician, and electrical and instrumentation technician. All Rockwool employees receive competitive salaries starting at $17.50 per hour, five-day work weeks, and eight-hour shifts, plus full benefits package on day one of employment, including health, dental, and vision coverage for employees and their families, paid time off, educational reimbursement, a 6% 401k match, and more. If you want a well-paying job and the potential for a rewarding career with a top employer that offers exceptional employee support and development opportunities, visit rockwooljobs.com slash radio for information on all current job openings right here in Ranson, West Virginia. Apply now at rockwooljobs.com slash radio. 
Safety doesn't come from owning a gun, it's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 Inwood offers four levels of defensive handgun training. Get started with Basic Handgun 1, a one-day course focused on six fundamentals of shooting, basic safety, and gun handling. Then sign up for Basic, Intermediate, and Advanced Defensive Handgun courses. Valley Guns 2 has a 197-acre complex in Hampshire County with a 2,400-square-foot indoor facility and various ranges. Find out more at valleyguns2.com or phone 304-229-4411. When you've been in a wreck, you're hurting, you're confused, the insurance company is calling you. Today's insurance companies are not your friend. They have a duty no to their shareholders, not to you. Home Depot. That's why Our you need to call us to make sure that you are maximizing what you are entitled to. Delivery, We've recovered over $100 million dollars for our clients. And if you don't want to buy Every case is different and no result is guaranteed. But one thing's for sure, we'll treat you like family. Please join us for the Rocks Local Market Grand Opening at 8310 Martinsburg Pike on August 25th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for food, fun, and games. Shepherd athletes will be there testing their athletic prowess in giant beer pong, plinko, and other fun events. Tell your friends about it. Tell their friends about it. All of Rock's friends and neighbors are invited to come by for a cup of coffee and sit a spell. That's 8310 Martinsburg Pike on August 25th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to the Tuesday. August 17th edition of the Sports Mix right here on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740 TV10 locally in Berkeley and Jefferson counties as well as on Facebook and Twitter on TV10's Facebook and on the Sports Mix Twitter. You got them all there. I got them all. Uh, as the last ad said, it was a sponsored thing for the Rocks Shepherdstown Grand Opening. And Nick, we'll be there. Yeah, we will. We'll have the show 12 to 1 like normal, but uh, we'll be out there and interviewing some Shepherd athletes, so looking forward to that. should be a fun time. It will be a great time, and speaking of Shepherd, in the next segment, just after 1230, we'll have head football coach, Coach Cook. He'll be on the McCook. show. Cook. Ernie McCook. Ernie McCook. He'll be on the show. Uh, Nick over here is the play-by-play voice for, or the TV play-by-play voice for the Shepherd Rams. Yeah, should be a good season. Rams are picked uh, 15th in the preseason poll. All right, now let's get into some NBA news. A lot of stuff going down in the last few hours. Uh, Brooklyn Nets Lakers are going to highlight the Christmas Day schedule. That's according to Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN. Uh, a lot of scheduling stuff coming up, but not the full season schedule yet. No, not yet. Usually they start with the christmas schedule because that's like the nfl's thanksgiving it's the nba's christmas and um you know that's an expected matchup i think you know two teams that uh you know you think of as the top of the league at least star wise and some other good games as well the hawks will play the knicks um what else we got here got the dallas mavericks and the utah jazz so some interesting games i'll probably tune in for a little bit on christmas but you know, it's, I feel like the NBA on Christmas isn't 
as big of a deal as like the NFL on Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't, well, I don't know because like there's just too many games. Me. I think, I think at the NFL, like it's your audiences that you're gonna pick up, like your Lions audience, you're gonna pick up, and then your I, I think the Cowboys play every year right, at Christmas. Yeah. So you, then you have your Cowboys audience, and then whoever the night game is, which changes year by year. Um, but going to some other NBA news, uh, Joel Embiid and the 76ers signed a have he, they have signed him to a four-year, $196 million Supermax extension through the 2026-2027 season. They announced Thursday morning. At, uh, they didn't disclose the details of the contract, but they have come out through ESPN. The extension keeps Embiid under contract with the 76ers through the 2026-2027 season. And during his time with the Sixers, he will make... A total of $261 million. The four-time All-Star was already set to make $65 million over the final two years of his current deal. What do you make of this, Nick? It's expected. I mean, this is an MVP candidate, one of the best, if not the best, center in the league. And the only question mark, I think, for the Sixers now is, okay, you locked up the Embiid, which you have to do, but they still have these Ben Simmons questions. You know, are they going to try to trade him? Well, doesn't seem like there's much interest or I feel like a trade would have already went down. So, you know, they kind of have some controversy around their team because it seemed like everybody was hinting at after their playoff loss that it was Simmons' fault. I don't know how good they'll be if the chemistry is off, but obviously you have to lock up and beat. And my only concern about him is injury history. Will he be able to stay healthy throughout these four throughout this four-year deal? Um, but obviously, based on how he's played, you got to lock him up. You do have to lock him up, and I'm reading some of the contract details that have gone that have gone leaked out to ESPN. The contract is fully guaranteed and includes a player option for the final year. Sources told ESPN, but it does not include the same provisions protecting the Sixers in case of catastrophic injury to Embiid's lower back or feet, like the five-year, 147.7 million dollar deal he signed back in 2017. So I think that. That's very interesting because this is a player contract, not a team-friendly contract. Yeah. Uh, the man will be getting his bucks. He will be getting his bucks. Now, Another team, a few other teams have made moves. The Grizzlies are trading Patrick Beverly to, Minis- to the Minnesota Timberwolves for guard Jarrett Culver and forward. I am not going to. Juranko Hernan Gomez. I don't know how to say his name. That was told to Adrian Wojnarowski. Uh, Patrick Beverly on the move again. Hernan Gomez, I believe. Hernan Gomez. I don't know how to say his first name. Yeah, I couldn't say. J- Unless Ren- that's just Juan around Gomez or his brother. I think he goes by Juan, if okay. that's him. Juancho. Juancho? Juancho. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, right. but well, Patrick Beverly <laughs> on the move again. Yeah, I mean, we talked about yesterday how the Grizzlies were probably going to try to trade you know, either Beverly and Rondo or at least one of them. And they do do that today, sending him to Minnesota, and they get a good young player in Jared Culver, or at least a potentially good player. He hasn't really lived up to the hype yet, but he was a, I think, fourth overall selection and you know helped lead Texas Tech to a national championship appearance. So while he hasn't played at a high level in the league, there's more potential there. You already know what Patrick Beverly is. This guy could be something big. He was the sixth pick in 2019. Uh, five points, three rebounds. But, again, hasn't played a ton. Only played in 34 career games. He shot 41% from the floor, 25% from three. So he hasn't been a great shooter, but is a good defender based on 
how he's played in the past could be a good trade for the Timberwolves or for the uh, Grizzlies. But either way, you get a young player opposed to a guy that you already kind of knew what you had in him. Um, and you move on and try to, I guess, hope that this young guy in Culver works out and turns into the player that people thought he was going to be. Yeah, I'm assuming when the uh, Grizzlies acquired Beverly on Sunday in that trade with the Clippers for Eric Bledsoe that they told him that he was going to be on the move. Usually I, how this works out. I assume that that was all part of the deal. It's was. essentially a three-team trade. Yeah, without Because technically, that. I think there's a limit of how many days you can trade a guy once he's on your team. So it's just the finalizing of the deal, I would think. Yep, and the next thing we'll talk about here is Marcus Smart agrees to a four-year, $77 million extension with the Celtics. This begins the 2022-2023 season, and the extension is the maximum allowable off Smart's $14.3 million salary from this se- this upcoming season, and it does not include a player option. He's developed into one of the Celtics' most important players, an elite defender and competitor who has twice been voted the all-defensive first team. He's been on the Celtics his entire seven-year career, so he really means a lot to this team, and they're locking up one of their own. Yeah, and they're getting a guy relatively cheap at $19 million a year on average. So you look at that, and he's getting better based on how he played last year. You know, He averaged career highs in points, assists, blocks, and minutes last year for the Celtics. So you're kind of upgrading – or not upgrading, but you're getting a young player for a pretty good price and a guy that – appears to be getting better with an expanded role because, as we know, Kemba Walker left the team with injuries last year, so they kind of had to rely on Smart more. And he's already a great defender. If he can give you some scoring, I think that big three potentially of him, uh, Tatum, and uh, Jalen Brown could be really dangerous in these. And then one final thing before we hit the break, restrictive free agent guard Josh Hart is closing in on a three-year, $38 million agreement to stay with the Pelicans that is his agent told ESPN, but it's a three or uh, so he's going to get a three year deal. No uh, specifics out on the contract, but uh, Hart uh, he missed the final twenty five games of last season, so it probably isn't going to be that huge of a contract. Yeah, I mean, not a huge deal, but solid role players, Josh Hart. So you lock him up, you keep him around if you're on core. That you do, and we are hitting the next break we will be back on the other side of this break with coach ernie mccook chef shepherd football head coach this segment was sponsored by hagerstown ford revolutionizing the car buying experience buy your next vehicle online they'll deliver it to you and if you don't like it they'll take it back that's at hagerstownford.com efforts to be number one in the region. As we get closer to this extremely aggressive goal, I want to recap why Hagerstown Ford should be your only consideration when buying your next vehicle. Number one, we have the best prices from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C., from Hershey, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland. I assure you, price will not be the reason you don't buy from Hagerstown Ford. Number two, we have a real return policy that's better than Walmart. Seriously, if you don't like it, return it. We'll give you three days to make sure you love your new ride. And finally, we'll bring your new car, truck, or SUV to you, just like Amazon does. Never step foot in a dealership again. 
stop the silly back-and-forth negotiations that make everyone crazy. It's dumb, and it's a total waste of time. Besides, we hate it worse than you do. Simply log on to HagerstownFord.com and let us make your next buying process fun, easy, and risk-free. What do you got to lose? Visit HagerstownFord.com and let us cater to you. See dealer for details. WVU Medicine continues to expand and to meet the needs of our growing community. We're excited to offer high-quality health care in the Shepherdstown area at our new medical office facility located on Route 45 West at 60 McLean Way. Services available at the new WVU Medicine Shepherdstown location include primary care, behavioral health and psychiatry, and specialty care. Plus, two departments of Berkeley Medical Center are on-site, lab services, and x-ray services available weekdays 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Make an appointment today at wvmedicine.org. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to the August 17th edition of the Sports Mix right here on Talk Radio WRNR, 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Now we're joined by Shepherd Head Football Coach Ernie McCook. How you doing, Coach Cook? McCook? I'm great. I'm great. How are you guys doing? Doing, doing pretty well. well. Coach, your team uh, ranked 15th in the uh, preseason poll. Um, how's that feel? What, what do you think about that ranking? Well, you know what? That's news to me. I hadn't seen it yet, um, but we're we're excited about where our football team is right now. We're, we just finished practice eight. Uh, we've been in camp just over a week. Um, my guys are preparing. Uh, we are excited, very optimistic about this upcoming year, and looking really looking forward to competing and kicking the thing off on September second against Ohio Dominican. Coach, you have uh, four P schools, including yourself in the top 25 uh Kutztown is 20 IUP 17 Slippery Rock is five and you guys are 15 so uh what does that say about the competition in your conference having you know four teams ranked in the top 25 well we knew when we moved into the Pennsylvania Athletic Conference that it was going to be a very competitive conference and a lot of good football teams I think it may be the best division two football conference in the country as far as uh you know a lot of a lot of teams that are very good so we knew we were gonna. Have, it was gonna raise our level of play, and uh, we would get some really nice exposure on a national level. Uh, so I, I would say we're we're excited about it, and uh, you know we know they're all good football teams, and we're hoping that we come out on top when we compete against each one of them. Coach, uh, how's your offense looking so far? Offense is looking great. Uh, starting with the quarterback, you know, he's had a great camp. He's such a hard-working guy, Tyson Bajan. Uh, really sees the field and really going to think great things are going to happen for him. The receiving core has been really solid. Uh, they, they've made plays. They were able to do things that 
Pierling camp and you can see what you can see with the entire offense and really our football team and all the different position groups that we have offensively, defense, special teams wise with each day we're growing and becoming a little more in sync with one another. So offensively, the O-line is in sync with the receiving core and the running backs and the tight ends. And on defense, you can just see how the defensive front and the middle, uh, the linebackers and the back end, they're all getting in sync. And, and it's really fun to watch the team grow and develop. And uh, I think we're all in a really good time right now. Coach, without uh, you know a season last year, and coming back this year, do you sense maybe a little bit more urgency out of the team, knowing that you know nothing's really guaranteed? I, I think what you're seeing here is like we're going to have 26 seniors. 13 of them will be graduate students, and then I think everybody's going to graduate after this first semester uh, this year, the undergraduates. And I think what you're seeing with with every roster probably across the country at, at our level is you're seeing the kids that really love football. Uh, we have some guys that are really put off uh, moving forward in their professional careers, you know, whether it's law school or moving on and, and starting a, a career and a job, to be able to stick around and play their last year of football. These guys have made tremendous sacrifices. Uh, they have worked hard. They've developed. And I'm really hopeful that we have a heck of a lot of fun playing the game of football here in the fall. How much, uh, I guess, interaction and – uh, practices or anything did you guys get to do last year uh, with the season being canceled? We, we took full advantage of um, we took full advantage of what we could accomplish. We treated the fall of uh, 2020 like our spring ball, and then when we got into the spring of 2021, we treated it like spring ball, and then we had the ability to play the game against Mercyhurst College. And then we were able to get some game week simulations with that game and our spring game. So our guys, um, you know, I, I think the happiest moment of of the year was when we did play Mercyhurst. And you could just see a lot of smiles, a lot of happy people. Um, so I know how important playing football is to our team. I know it's important to our coaches to be able to coach the game. And I think that's something that's taken away from you. You're not able to do something you love. When you have that opportunity again to do it again, you have a greater appreciation for it, and you take fuller advantage of the opportunities you have. Coach, what are some things you're looking forward to as a team to be able to do that you weren't able to do when you didn't have a season and didn't have weren't able to be around each other all the time? Well, you know, we're still in a COVID protocol. Uh, we're still trying to minimize our contact, especially inside. Um, we're, we're still operating with that. So this isn't a traditional camp for us. But what, what, is, what I really look forward to is when we're out on the field together as a team, uh, whether it's practice and we have the time and we're playing the game, coaching, our kids are learning, we're coaching them up, they're working hard. Uh, those, that's what I look for most to. And I, but I'm really, I think, if you're asking me what I really can't wait for, again, it's September 2nd, and I think that that, that sentiment, sentiment would be echoed throughout our entire program. So you have to wait uh, three weeks until you get your first home game. That's September 25th. You guys are going to be road warriors yeah, for the first three weeks. We are. Uh, and, you know, we, we were supposed to play Ohio Dominican, 
Uh, we had a two-year contract with them. We were supposed to play them in Columbus uh, in 2020. We owed them a home game, and just the way the Pennsylvania Athletic Conference schedule worked out, we're on the road for these two weeks, and you know, for us, we, it was the right thing to do um, with Ohio Dominican to give them the, the ability to have a home game. So we, we made sure that we earned it. And uh, but I, I think uh, we will be road warriors. It's a tough road to hoe. Ohio Dominican beat us last year. Um, you know, they're a good football team. Know that they've been working hard. Then Gannon University up in Erie, Pennsylvania, that's going to be quite a trip for us. And they have a new coaching staff, uh, and, and they've brought in some, you know, following them through the recruiting process, they've brought in some talented players. And then we go against the perennial power, Indiana University of Pennsylvania. Um, so that is a tough road, tough three weeks. Uh, but we're going to play them one week at a time. We're going to do what we're supposed to do and focus on Ohio Dominican and get, being prepared for them. So we're going to have 11 one-game seasons. That's how that sounds. Sounds good. Uh, obviously, your focus is on you know Ohio Dominican right now, but what do you think it's going to be like when you guys do return home uh, for that first home game in what would be two years? Um, I think with the, the, the typical energy that I hear going around campus and I get in communications through emails or text messages, I think we're going to have a really excited group of people here to celebrate playing the game of football. Fans, alumni, players, families, uh, it should be a pretty exciting day on September 25th here in Ram Stadium. And then October 2nd, you have the Hall of Fame weekend. What Do you know what festivities are in the Hall of Fame weekend? Yeah, we actually have the Hall of Fame induction on Friday night, and then we recognize the Hall of Fame inductees on um on Saturday at halftime of our game, that's always a special moment because the best of the athletes, uh, our alums, come back and they're recognized for their outstanding careers. Uh, Tom Corbini, is, uh, he is being inducted along with some other individuals, but Tom is a football player. Uh, we're looking forward to celebrating his induction to the Shepherd University Hall of Fame and, and representing uh, our football program on Friday night. Uh, Coach, any young guys or newcomers stand out to you that maybe fans don't know about? Um, I, you know what? We have uh, a lot of really solid players that are really stepping up and doing a great job. Defensively, our linebacking core is very strong. You know, we've got the returning four-year starter in Chris Lane. Kendall Duckworth, transfer from Kansas, is really playing well along with Corey Shell and Frankie Stevens. Um up front, you know, it's on the defensive front, it's going to be anchored by Ricky Robinson, our defensive ends, Juwan Addison, Kyle Smith, and Nasheed Bridgman inside as a nose guard. Uh, on the offensive side of the ball, we've got uh, our our left tackle is Eric Ostro. He's already earned a bachelor's degree, master's degree, and when he finishes this season, we'll be pursuing law school. Uh, but he's stuck around to play this last year of football. Alongside of him is uh, – all-conference, all-American candidate, Cole Weaver from Kaiser, West Virginia. Graduated and ready to play. Newcomer Adam Steely uh, from Martinsburg High School. Transferred from WVU and uh, is our starting center. And along with uh, another playing guard is Mateo Aurora, Frank Murnott, Burnett, along with Billy Fisher um, up front on the offensive line. 
And then receiving-wise, you know, Greg Leonard comes back after having an injury in 2019. Now we have Murray State transfer, um, Jonathan Moss on the outside. And then, you know, um, we have Rodney Dorsey, who is a returner for us. And we've got a, some freshmen I think are going to be pretty exciting. You know, they still have to develop. And then in the back, you know, obviously in the backfield, Ty Hebert has had a tremendous fall in spring of last year had a great preseason camp so far and is hungry to be the guy at tailback, replacing a tremendous player in Deontay Glover. And then we have graduate chance transfer chance Schwartz from uh, Lockhaven, who was the second leading rusher in the conference in 2019, uh, graduated from Lockhaven transferred here to play his last year of eligibility. Um, I, and we have a lot of really strong freshmen that are, that are here. Uh, that we're really excited about. and uh, But this football team is truly energizing. You know, these kids have shown tremendous grit, determination, and they work hard, they want to be good, and they love playing the game of football. So as a, as a coach, and I think our whole coaching staff is energized by our players' efforts. And really, we're, we're, I, can't, I, I probably have said it ten times in this interview, we can't wait to play. Coach, looking forward to the season. Uh, scrimmage on Saturday. Uh, what can fans kind of experience with that? Yeah, we're going to have a controlled scrimmage, put in some situational football. We're going to we're going to get reps with everybody so we can get some good things on film. Uh, give a chance for our fans to see the team, meet the team, uh, and and I think we're going to have a good day. All right, Coach. Thanks for joining us, and I'm um, looking forward to calling your games this year. All right, thanks a lot. You guys have a great day, and I appreciate the coverage. Thank you. Go Rams. Coach McCook, Shepherd football, Shepherd Rams football. After this break, we'll be coming back. We'll talk baseball. We'll talk. We'll talk a bunch that we didn't get to on the show. The final few minutes of the show. This segment was sponsored by Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. ParsonsFordofMartinsburg.com Hi, my name's Corey, and I'm here at Orsini's in beautiful Martinsburg, West Virginia. We no longer specialize in only appliances. We have kitchen design, countertops, cabinets, flooring, and even a new 1,200-square-foot sleep studio with brands such as Stearns & Foster, Sealy, and Tempur-Pedic. 304-267-7251. 360 Heck Wilson Way in Martinsburg. We price match the big box stores, and we give back to our local community. Orsini's.com. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay, or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. 
Rockwool is one of the world's leading manufacturers of stone wool insulation products and is seeking motivated individuals like you to join their team right here in Ranson, West Virginia. Right now, open roles include general operator, warehouse person, machine technician, and electrical and instrumentation technician. All Rockwool employees receive competitive salaries starting at $17.50 per hour, five-day work weeks, and eight-hour shifts, plus full benefits package on day one of employment, including health, dental, and vision coverage for employees and their families, paid time off, educational reimbursement, a 6% 401k match, and more. If you want a well-paying job and the potential for a rewarding career with a top employer that offers exceptional employee support and development opportunities, visit rockwooljobs.com slash radio for information on all current job openings right here in Ranson, West Virginia. Apply now at rockwooljobs.com slash radio. Hi, I'm Spencer Dupuy. Hi, I'm Nick Verzellini. Come out and join us August 25th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for the Rocks Local Market Grand Opening located at 8310 Martinsburg Pike, Shepherdstown. Our show, The Sports Mix, will be broadcasting live 12 to 1, featuring interviews from Shepherd athletes. Again, please join us August 25th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at 8310 Martinsburg Pike to check out the new Rocks Local Market and meet Shepherd athletes. We look forward to seeing you there. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix. This one brought to you by Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg, West Virginia. Nick, a lot to talk about here. One thing that's kind of near and dear to our hearts, which we're not going to be able to watch much of this season, but Marshall Athletics, they've announced today a significant significant changes in and around Jones C. Edwards Stadium aiming at enhancing the football game day at, atmosphere for fans. Uh Home opener set for Saturday, September 11th against North Carolina Central. Kickoff for that is at 630. Uh, they'll introduce a bunch of things this year, including Thunder Street, which will be a concert and, concert stage and food vendors. vendors. They'll highlight a new area on 20th Street between 3rd and 5th Avenues, which is the street entering the parking lot for the stadium. Um, a lot of things will be going on. Uh, They've kind of done a concert series in the past, but that was right next to the stadium. But now they're going to have a lot more trying to engage fans, not right close to the stadium, but kind of closer to campus and in between because they shut off that road anyway. They close off that section of road anyway. Yeah, fireworks during the game. We got DJ heard that. So this is all part of uh, Charles Huff's efforts to, I guess, get the fans excited again about Marshall football, which has kind of been dropping off, I feel like, a little bit. Um, you know, people are always excited, but I feel like it kind of got a little bit repetitive maybe with Doc Holliday. I don't know if that's the right word, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah. it felt kind of flat at times, and he's trying to kind of bring the excitement back, which I think is good. Um, it's disappointing that all the cool stuff, though, is coming in after we leave, right? I mean, Yeah, I mean... Uh... We're gonna have finally you can get some cell phone coverage, it sounds like in Jones C. Edwards Stadium. That so. was always trouble. When I went to that <laughs> game, uh the memorial game for the fiftieth anniversary last November, and I was 
it just not not great coverage. I was trying to post some pictures online to say that I was there, and you couldn't do it until I later. Couldn't really do it until later. Yeah, I remember that when I was a freshman. Obviously, most of the time we spent there, we were in the press box, which wasn't as bad. But if you're in the stands, yeah, good luck. But hopefully, that will be fixed now. Yeah, and uh, it's just I think you mentioned it about uh, Charles Huff. I think that he's trying to bring some oomph back to this to this program that wasn't there before yep so it should be an exciting season for the thundering herd uh we'll keep up with it maybe have coach huff on at some point maybe if we're lucky we will have a special marshall guest tomorrow whoa you're already spilling those beans we got i'm not saying who it is eight minutes i was gonna tease that right i figured we're talking herd we were talking now i guess yeah now so now everybody knows it's a marshall guest um but so we'll we'll transition over now to the top 25 the ap poll the preseason poll has come out top five include alabama with 47 first place votes uh oklahoma with six clemson with six ohio state with one and georgia with three uh and then breakdown is texas a&m uh iowa state cincinnati notre dame is at number nine north carolina at 10 oregon at 11 wisconsin 12 Florida 13, Miami, Florida 14, USC 15, LSU 16, Indiana 17, 18, Iowa 19, Penn State 20, Washington 21, Texas, Coastal Carolina sneaks in there at number 22, 23 is Louisiana, 24 is Utah, and 25 is Arizona State, and the West Virginia Mountaineers got three votes for first, or three, they received three votes. Yep. Um, nothing really stands out that much to me except kind of the differences between the coaches and the AP. The big one, I think, Cincinnati being ahead of Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah, that's, a, that's a big difference. Um, other than that, I mean, the rest of it looks pretty similar, but seeing uh, they got Coastal Louisiana flipped, so coaches and AP opinion a little bit different. Um, Washington's a little bit higher. Texas is lower. But, yeah, I mean, they're pretty much the same in terms of the teams. Well, and then you have on the coaches' poll, you have Oklahoma State, I believe, right there at 22. They're at 26. Right. right. They're right out. They received 107 Arizona State's votes. at 25 in the AP. Ole Miss is at 25 in the AP. Ole Miss or in had, the coaches. Ole Miss in the AP had 106 votes. TCU with 40. Liberty with 36. Auburn, 32. Uh, Michigan, 12. Uh, Boise State had seven. BYU, who played pretty well last season, had six. They don't have Zach Wilson anymore. Yeah, they don't have Zach Wilson. And then got a conference USA, UAB, who won the conference after Marshall lost that game. Uh, they, they had two votes, Army with two votes, and UCLA with two votes. Yeah, I mean, like like we said on the morning sports mix, um, you know, this top four is pretty standard, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of surprised Oklahoma's two and Clemson's three. That's yeah. surprising to me. But at least we know that the coaches and the AP are kind of thinking the same things. Right. That's always nice and to And it won't matter until week eight or nine or ten, whenever the uh, college football playoff, playoff committee poll comes out. And they don't agree with anything anybody puts out. Usually not, no. So that'll be something to look forward to. Now with a we got about uh, five and a half minutes left. Transition over to baseball, the MLB, the Field of Dreams. It was announced 
on the game or at the game by commission by the MLB commissioner that they would play again in 2022 at the Field of Dreams site, or I guess next to the Field of Dreams site at that stadium that they built. And yesterday, or yeah, uh, this morning, yesterday, a report came out that it would it would be the Cubs versus the Reds. What do you think about that matchup, Nick? It's an, a very interesting they change to the NL this time, um, but it'll be interesting to see what the Cubs can do next season because the Reds are a pretty good team. Yeah, it's a divisional game too. Um, we'll see what the Cubs do in the offseason to try to improve their club. It looks like they're going into kind of a rebuild after trading away pretty much everybody, right? Rizzo, Bryant, uh, Baez, I think. So they've pretty much rebranded their whole roster and they will be a completely different team next year but in terms of bringing it back i mean it was a great success they got the perfect game i think in terms of excitement uh drama and everything you would want in kind of a special event like that and worked out well for them so see if it does again next year i mean i think that they have to i really think that even though they did announce it was coming back i think there was no way they wouldn't pass up the opportunity to have it again and have it on Fox because it draw it drew the best regular season rating since 2005. That is 16 years. 16 years That's since a long time. They averaged three point or in the so MLB's first ever game in the state of Illinois or Iowa. I don't know why I said Illinois. Um, I'm ready for for a nap as we talked about yesterday. Um, averaged 3.2 rating and 5.87 million views on Fox. Peaking was 6.09 from 8.45 to 9 p.m. I know for a fact that that 8.45 to 9 p.m. was me switching over from watching uh, the Washington football team preseason. Yes, I did. Uh, People were like, do I want to watch the Washington football team preseason or this game? And they said, this game. For a little bit there. I wasn't a fan of either team. I wanted to watch a little bit. Right, right, But I also wanted to see But you put them over the top. Yeah, I guess I did when I switched over at halftime. Uh, previously, the year's best baseball broadcast was a June game on Fox between the Yankees, Yankees and the Red Sox that drew an average of 2.68 million viewers. For comparison, the Field of Dreams outdrew all but one NBA regular season game last season, the Mavericks-Lakers on Christmas, and all but two playoff games prior to the NBA Finals, Bucks and Nets Game 7 and Hawks and Sixers Game 7. But the game was unable to outdraw the NFL preseason opening Hall of Fame game between the Cowboys and the Steelers, which also aired on Fox and faced the Summer Olympics, but was still able to draw 7.3 million, an audience of 7.3 million viewers. I did not know that about the Hall of Fame game. I mean, it's the kickoff of football. So I think that draws more people than really it should, because honestly, once you start watching the Hall of Fame game, you're like, why am I watching this? At least yeah. that's how I feel about it because <laughs> it's like usually the third string quarterback and like bad football. Yeah, I mean, I every I, once in a while you get like that play when the Titans ran like their punter into the end zone or something crazy. <laughs> yeah, but like usually you get a boring game that nobody really wants to watch. But it is football. Football's it back. Is football. That's the whole back point of and... it. And you can watch it for the interviews too. But in terms of the actual game, there's not much value in the Hall of Fame game. Yeah, I mean, there's not. I didn't really watch it, but I tuned in kind of late because former Marshall running back Brennan Knox got the ball a few times in the third and fourth quarter. So I was able to see that. Um, I think it's interesting. You know, I think a lot of people tune into those too because you get all the people that are fans of these players that are trying to make the roster. So they'll tune in to see if they're the player they're looking for gets a lot to get some playing time, doesn't get some playing time. I mean, I try to do that 
if we're if I'm able to get any games around the league, I try to watch a little bit of the Lions game the other day. Um, watch the Ravens game because uh, a guy that I grew up with, Andrew Aaron Crawford, is trying to make the team after he was on the practice squad last year and came up due to COVID. And then uh, Trace McSorley is on their team. He's from Loudoun County. Is a went to the state championship back to back to back hey, to. Weren't back you years. working during the Ravens game? I was tuning in. Don't don't talk about that, Nick. I was tuning in here and there. I was checking it out. I was just saying, just like I tuned in to the uh, WDWA. Uh, yeah, that was that was some interesting stuff. I'm not. That not, was fun. That was fun. I think. I mean, it's you got to be your. It's different. Audience. It's got to be your your audience. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be into wrestling. You gotta be into wrestling, and but I for a local show, it was pretty good. And that's our cue. We've reached the end of the show today. Tomorrow, as Nick mentioned, we'll have a very special guest, special to us both. We were able to see him do his thing during college. I'll just leave it at that. Um, But that's it for today's show. We'll talk to you tomorrow on August 18th. That was the Sports Mix. I'm Spencer Dupuy for Nick Verzellini. Have a great rest of your afternoon, 